Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 29. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God and the Word that God's put on my heart to share with you. Today on the podcast, we're going to be studying the Bible study on the stock topic of praying those who irrit- for those who irritate us or make us mad or or other kind of negative feelings and and why we should pray for them. Then we're going to do <coughs> excuse me, my our prayer request segment and then have our closing remarks. And so we'll get right into it. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a coal of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. Let every word I say be what you want and not what I want. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, before we get started, I want to open it up to the book of Ephesians, chapter number 4. The book of Ephesians, chapter number 4. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 3. <clears throat> and I want to tell you my... Um, Allergies are acting up today, and hopefully everything's working okay with the weather. Things are slow here in the office today, computers, and I hope the equipment's going to work okay because we have a rainy day out, looking out my office window, and but we'll be okay. But Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 3, and it says, I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humanity and gentleness and patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain and unity of the spirit of the bond of peace. All right. In other words, we got to be patient. But I want to read to you what, from the book of... uh, J.P. Phillips for this day, devotional book. And the title is called, Pray for Those Who. And what we're going to do, I'm going to read it all to you. And then we're going to go back and explain what God, with the scriptures we already read, to apply the scripture to what's going on here. Okay? It says, Praying for Those Who. If we pray for those who's in a... Who annoys and irritate us, and whom we dislike or dislike even lessens, and our understanding is increased. But we must naturally be perfectly honest about it. We must say to to him who is the father of us all, in all honesty and simplicity, I hate the sight of so and so. He or she irritates me beyond endurance and always been out, brings out the worst in me. Help me to pray for him or her. It takes considerable courage to embark on this course of action, but the situation is invariable improved if we do. Sometimes it is revolutionized in praying for a person's real self and grow immeasurably in tolerance and understanding. It's not all known for instinctive dislikes to be transformed into respect, understanding, and even love. 
but this will never happen if we insist on maintaining an inner attitude of I can't help it. I I always have disliked so-and-so and I always will. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to read to each section where there's a period. And then we're going to take it from there to there. He says, If we pray for those who annoy and irritate us, and whom we dislike, or dislike is is lessened, and our understanding is increased. So basically what they're, this is saying here, that if we pray for people that we may dislike, we may can't stand, we may get mad at, we may have attitude problems, it may be they're go lucky, you know, some people, they're negative all the time. The Bible is telling us here, if we pray for these people, it will increase our understanding of them. God will increase our understanding. Because God might start showing things to you that might be bad in their lives. Things that are making them negative. God can take... Um, uh, give you a glance of the inner being or who these people are. Now, God's blessed me with a gift. Now, I don't, I mean, I'm not unlike you. I do have people that irritate me. Um, but we all get irritated. But what we got to do in that case, with God gives me this gift is remember who they really are and let God show you their heart of who they really are. You know, I could be mad at somebody and actually someone close to me and turn around five minutes later, not be mad anymore or an hour later and not even bring it up or yell at them. And that's because of the love that God gives me for them and I know the love they have for me or the friendship they have for me inside. Alright? So that's what that's saying there. We'll be able to understand them more. Okay? Our understanding will increase. And God might start also showing you things in their lives that you need to pray for him for. All right, But we must be naturally and perfectly honest about it. We must say to him who is the father of us all and all honesty and simplistically I hate the sight of so and so. He or she irritates me beyond endurance and always brings out the worst in me. Help me to pray for him or her. Now I don't really like the way that's worded by this thing, by this uh, person that wrote this, this J.P. Phillips. But he's got a point. There is some people that we dislike. And we might even hate. And basically, he wants you to tell God what you're feeling 
And the reason why God wants you to tell you what you're feeling, he knows this already, but he wants you to speak it out loud so you can hear it and so you can have it out there when he's speaking to you back to you, all right? When we're praying for so-and-so. Now, there's times that I've been asked to pray for people and it's hard to do when you don't like the person. Or you got awe against a person. And right now, which you guys have with the prayer request segment, I'm not saying I hate this person. But my brother-in-law, he um, is making things hard with this uh, will and uh, estate thing. And he's not giving us time, but it's, it's causing hard feelings. But that's one part of the reason why I got him on our prayer list here. Because I want to pray, but also be an example to you guys that even if you're having a hard time with someone, you still need to pray for them. Because God can give you an understanding, and God can show you things. And God can speak to you about certain things. Alright? So God wants you to be perfectly honest. He's not going to be surprised what you said if you hate somebody. Now, I'm not saying I hate my brother-in-law. I'm not too happy with him right now. But you need to go before God and say that. You know, we pray here and a kind of uh, jeopardy, jeopardy of, you know, a group prayer. But I also pray for the situation through the day. Alright? But we need to be honest with God sorry my clock is ringing we need to be honest with God and which he already knows what we're going to say and not try to to uh, bring God into a false sense of security because you, you can't God's all knowing Knows the beginning, the middle, and the end of our whole life and everything we're going to say. But we need to pray for these people, even if they irritate us. Alright? Or whatever they do to us. Okay? But it takes considerable courage to embark on this course of action. But the situation is invariably improved if we do. Sometimes it is revolutionized. It takes courage to do this. Because the devil knows that you know if you just prayed that and you prayed it out loud the devil knows you don't like that person and they might even become worse with you and acting with you. But also in the end It will embark, it will improve the situation and sometimes revolutionizes it. In other words, you might have something happen that you never thought in your mind would happen and be revolutionized. All right? In praying for a person's real self, we grow immeasurably intolerant and understanding. It is not unknown for instinctive dislikes to be transformed into respect, understanding, and even love 
okay? As you go, and it might take some time, because God's got to, you got to realize God is starting to work on these people. Like I said, it could get worse before it gets better, but then eventually it will get better. And praying for that person, you'll see them grow. You see them be more tolerant, and you see them be more understanding. And you're going to grow being measurable in tolerance and understanding. In other words, you're going to see a change in them, but you're also going to see a change in you. See, some of the attitudes that we do have against people, we might have to change ourselves because we don't realize we might be the objecting we might be the thing that turns them like that to be around us. When we pray for people, sometimes God shows us things that we got to change. Too. So in the roundabout world, it gets to be a better thing in life for us all. Okay? But this will never happen if we insist on maintaining an inner attitude of I can't help it I always have dislike so and so and I always will in other words if you're not willing to do it it's not going to happen and it may not bring them right with God or bring them right with you and they might go to a lost and dying hell and any enemy I have don't deserve to go to hell. They might earn, well, let me rephrase that. We all deserve to go to hell. But God saved us through the cross of Jesus Christ. If Jesus can forgive us for some of the things we did, I'm sure we can forgive people too. My grandma is kind of going through a situation like that right now with, with uh, my grandpa. He's been dead over... 50 years now. And he did some things to her that he was a Christian. You know, well, he, he claimed to be a Christian. We don't know for sure. Only God knows in him. Because I've seen some of the stuff too. And, but, that's not for me to judge. That's God's for the judge. But, we have God, you know, if we don't change, they're going to go to hell. We got to be like Jesus and forgive others. I mean, Jesus was spit upon, whipped, mocked, put all of our sins on his life just to make us right with him. Just to forgive us. My grandma's got to learn to let it go. And I think she's starting to learn that. And we all been trying to tell it for years, but now we keep hearing the same stories over, 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 and over, and over. And she's 92 years old, and she's a Christian. And she says that it comes back. It does come back, but that's when you tell the devil to get out of there and leave us alone. And don't let it come back. You know, the devil is going to bring it back to try to knock you down and give you a peg. You know, try to, you know, get you upset again but when you recognize what's going on that's when you say devil i rebuke you in the name of jesus what you're trying to tell me yes i understand but that's the past i forgave this person god forgave me 
and I threw a fire, God threw a fire as the east is from the rest, and he's not remembering it anymore. And neither am I. So go back to hell where you belong. Devil, I rebuke you. And he'll flee. But see, my grandma kind of fostered the trap of letting it come in and then play woe is me. But people are getting tired of hearing it in the family and told her that they don't want to hear it no more. And, and tell you the truth, I haven't heard it anymore. From my grandma in the last month and a half. Because I call her every other day. And hallelujah. Because, you know, if she can't forgive, Jesus says, I can't forgive. And you may, it may jeopardize you getting into heaven. So what have we learned here today? We learned we got to pray for our enemies or people we don't, dis people we dislike. We got to be honest with God. And we got to do what God leads us to do. And fix things. And be willing to do it. Because if we're not, they're going to go to the sinner's hell. If they're not Christians. Alright? That's what we learned here today. And we're kind of a few things ahead on schedule today. And... So, we might get done a little earlier, but that's okay. It works out because we, um, we sometimes get over a little late. Now we're going to go into our prayer request segment. And then our closing remarks after that. Now, we're going to pray for my dad again. If, if you've been listening, um, you might be new to it. I don't know, but we're going to pray for my dad. he got an aneurysm on his aorta. So we need to pray that that either stops growing or disappears. Um, we got to pray for my mom. Um, you got a little bit of update on that. Um, we got to pray for her medicine and her surgeries, but her surgeries are not going to come up now until after the holidays. So... We're going to pray that, we're going to pray for him, uh, this, uh, the heart problem right now. And then, my cousin Margaret, she lost her mother around the same time I lost my mother-in-law. And she's dealing with getting the house settled and stuff, and then she's hurting her leg doing it. She's got a bad leg, she has to use a cane right now, so we're going to pray for her bad leg. And then for Lloyd, we're going, he's got cancer, and we're going to pray for him. And then my sh brother Sean, he's like a brother to me from another mother. We're going to pray for his unspoken. And then for his mom, hip recovery. And then for my brother-in-law and us to, to work together and give us more time that we need to do what he wants. But he's got to realize he's got to give us more time when we're asking through the winter. Um, then we got to pray for my friend, my brother, my friend Paul, out know, in Georgia. Um, he's back, 
and then his kid don't get coronavirus. She just started school. And then the, the unspoken that God put on my heart that I can't share right now. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my dad to you right now in the name of Jesus. His name is Jim. And I just ask you right now, Lord, to touch that aneurysm and let it stop growing or let it disappear, Lord. You are the God. You can go in and fix what needs to be fixed and let this and let the wall of the aorta get stronger. And Lord, I ask you to be with my mom and help her be able to wait for the surgeries until after the holidays and help her get through and help her with this heart problem that she's having let it work out as you be with my cousin margaret and the help her with the grieving of her loss of her mother lord and still grieving for the loss of her dad from a few years years ago help her as she's packing up the house and help touch her leg lord and her bad leg and she's using a walker a cane and help her with it and lord i ask you be with void and continue to heal him of this cancer I ask you to be with my brother Sean's unspoken. He's like a brother to me from another mother. I ask you to take care of the situation there. I ask you to be with my brother-in-law Paul, Lord. And even though he frustrates me and everything that's going on, I just ask you right now, let him be understanding to what's going on with our needs too. Let him be able just to let us stay here through the winter. Stay at the house through the winter, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I ask you to be with us and help us be understanding too. But let us work for the goal of either letting us stay and giving us time, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friend Sean's mom's hip surgery. And I ask you to recover her, recovery though good and strong for her. And I ask you to be with my friend Paul in Georgia, Lord, I just ask you to keep touching his back and healing him and keep his daughter safe in school for not getting the coronavirus. And Lord, I ask you to be with the unspoken of what you're leading me to do and guide me and direct me. And I ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So what have we learned here today in closing remarks? We learned that we're going to have to pray for people even though maybe we don't really want to because God wants us to do it. And if we want to make it to heaven, God Bible says if we can't if he can't we can't forgive, he can't forgive. So in other words, I think our salvation rests on this. So he wants us to do that. And he wants us to be honest and tell him what the problems we're having with these people and do it to give them the chance to straighten their lives out and maybe come to Christ. All right. So whatever that's what we learned here today. Now, if this podcast is blessing you, let it bless other people. Let them listen to it. And let the, let it bless other people. <clears throat> and bring them into the kingdom of God. I really promote this as a blessing because that's part of witnessing. And, you know, bringing people listening and helping people with this. And and I'm not just trying to build an audience, which in a roundabout way I am, but I want to help people. 
and help many as people I do. But right now, I understand the ones that are watching, or I mean not watching, listening, may be the one God just wants to listen right now. I don't know. But you should try to get more people to listen. And that way they keep on listening. On that note, I'd like to thank you for listening. This is the last podcast for this week. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. I thank you for watching. Next podcast, we're going to be talking about... About the subject, the angel's view. So that's going to be an interesting subject. The angel's view. And see what he, this guy's wrote in this devotion. And see what I come up with the Bible reading. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you. And see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 30. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. Saying love one another, take care of one another, help one another. Especially in these times. And show the love of Christ and pray for others. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you and see you Monday for God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 30. And God bless you.